the show. Again, on the show today, we have Hubert Van Niekirk. I love that name, Hubert. He is the vice chair, Every Canadian Counts. Hubert, thanks for being on the show today. Well, thanks for the welcome, Jay. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke and uh, you said we'd be on here. So every opportunity to uh, brag about our, our program is, is, is certainly welcome. We always keep our words. So I notice you're in the car and I know you're going across the country spreading the good word. So tell us all about Every Canadian Counts. So Every Canadian Counts is sort of fashioned after what they have in Australia at the moment. Uh, they have what they call a national disability insurance scheme. We are calling ours a national disability insurance plan. We kind of like the word plan better than scheme. <laughs> and uh what we're trying to do is get a publicly funded national disability insurance program for all people with long-term and chronic disabilities in Canada. So all those people that are left holding the bag, paying for all their own expenses with disabilities would now be covered through a national disability insurance plan. Wow. So just kind of like IE or CPP or just all those kind of CPI and all those kind of things, right? Those things. Yeah, it's, um, it basically it would be you know funded through wage deductions similar to what Canada Pension Plan is. So Canada Pension Plan, you know, it's sort of there when you need it, when you qualify. This would be a separate fund set up so that if you are either born with a disability or if you are, you know, end up with a disability, like most people will at some point in their life. So this is for long-term chronic disabilities from cradle to grave. So it'd be like a percentage taken off everybody's paycheck across Canada. That's correct. And can you give us like a, a, a percentage amount, like a, or a dollar figure amount that you guys have a vision for or something like that per month? Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, per month, I could do a quick calculation. But uh, when it started in Australia, it was about $350 a year. Okay. Now, the, the program has certainly gotten more expensive over time. So I don't know what their exact number is, but I'm sure it would be double that by now. Okay. But again, it's, it's once, you know, if it's $600 a year comes off your paycheck and um, just like EI or CPP. And how long has it been in Australia for now, Hubert? It started, uh, basically started the, the wheels turning in 2010. 2010. Okay. And in 2011, they started pilot projects and then they went across the country uh, delivering the program. And now it's fully implemented throughout the country. Well, I like, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, that's good. Uh, they, uh, they just now also done a major review of the program that uh, there was, you know, it was getting pretty expensive. Um, there was um, what they would probably call cost overruns for various reasons. And so they've just done a major research into how it could be made better. And the beauty of that is that we don't actually have ours established yet. So we could jump right in where their review has ended and start a brand new program with all already then knowing what's good and what's bad about the program. And this is a government funded program. It's not private, right? It's a government funded by Australia government. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Through, through the wage deductions. So, yes. And, and I know I talked to you about this a couple of weeks ago and it was very important that I, that your response was great was how did the people of Australia feel about this before it was implemented? Yeah, it was an education process uh, to begin with. And then, there was a, a minister made responsible for finding out the viability, the um, desirability of the plan. You know, do people want it? Is it, will, does it make sense? So they actually went across the country and figured out that 
this was desperately needed by so many, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So that's when they, they came back and said, let's do a referendum. About 85% of the people in Australia voted for it to put it into place. And it went across all party lines. So unanimously supported by all the parties. Now, I want to ask you a couple of questions and I have a, I have a little bit of a vested interest. Now, what are the benefits? Is it costly? Is it saving the, the country? Tell me how, you know, the results and what's, what's the aftermath? Yes, they did a, a, a major re, uh, review. Um, I forget which body it was, but they looked at uh, the cost expenditure and uh, whether, whether it was costing money. And basically it worked out to about a 2% increase in the, in the GDP, the, the gross domestic product of the country by putting this into place. Were they able to offset it with anything else that you know of? Like sort of, not, not I hate the, the, the phrase Rob Peter to pay Paul, but you know what I mean? Like, were they able to offset anything or? Well, no, I don't think they looked at it that way at all, Jay. It was, uh, you know, it was, it didn't cost money. It, it added 2%. So they didn't need to offset anything. Okay. Because my, my angle, positive angle would be, we also create jobs. Yes. So by by bringing that to Canada, which I think it's a fabulous idea, and I thank you for uh, presenting it to me or, or sharing it with me. And for what we do is we, you know, the most vulnerable, disabled people and veterans, they want to work. So I think combining the two, because as a disabled person, we want to be like everybody else. We don't want to take advantage. We don't want handouts. We want hand ups, right? So I think working the two, this is great. So I'm going to pass over. So tell me more about the, the plan, uh, Hubert. Yeah. Um, you know, well, through the, the Disability Inclusion Action Plan, we were quite involved with that. The Canada Disability Benefit basically sprung out of that, the design of it, we were involved with that. And so, you know, it's, it's the, the disability uh, plan will look after some poverty with, um, with persons with disabilities and disabled people, but it won't actually look after the actual disability. So it's fine to have a few extra dollars for groceries if you're, if you're in poverty, but how are you going to get to the store if you need a wheelchair? So, you know, the program basically will pick up all, all long-term chronic disabilities. So there is short-term disability insurance that a lot of companies have. So this is designed for, for long-term, you know, uh, cerebral palsy, um, all, all the all all the big ones, or by yeah. accident, or by accident. So if you and it's non-means tested, so it doesn't matter how much money you make, you don't have to prove how poor you are every time to get some more money. So if your leg gets cut off for whatever reason, that cost is covered through this plan, regardless of your income, which cuts out a lot of red tape. Always having to justify that you, you know, it's not your fault that you're disabled. Why right. should you or your family members have to pay for it? It created hundreds of thousands of jobs through caregiving. Now caregivers are paid. So if, if, if the mother or father, you know, have to quit their job to look after their, their newborn or as they get older, uh, they're out of school and now they have to quit their job. So they can either hire a caregiver to come in or they get paid caregiver fees for that so it it adds to the economy in that way you know jobs it it um 
it makes for persons with disabilities, they have the support they need if they if they're able to work to get a job because okay. they have the support and uh, until the, until they're successful. And and if you cannot work, your your costs are covered. So there are people that that would have a hard time working uh, at any level. And um, so so their costs are covered. So let me ask you a couple of questions. So are you currently in connection with anybody within the Australian government or Australians themselves, like just to sort of keep updated or get some advice or like, are they supporting this, uh, yes. this vision? Yes, they are. Uh, in fact, uh, Bruce Bonahatti, one of the architects of the program and who actually was one of the main members, hers and uh, Kristen, Kirsten Dean, but he was the architect of the of this plan in Australia, and he's on our advisory board. Okay. He has spoken different times, and um, um, so yeah, he's on our advisory board. Uh, we have actually right now. I have to open it up for my uh, email because there's videos there from people in Australia that have taped, um, done a podcast type of thing, or taped a recording for us to to show why we need this in Canada. So these would be, uh, I believe one in particular would be a mother with a 38 year old son. And she's gonna tell us why Canada needs a national disability insurance plan, how, how it's been so successful to so many people. Now with the review, it did come up to say that either people are really well supported and it's like a miracle that, that their life has totally changed, but they still found that there's people um, that are not well served. Some people are getting too much and others aren't getting enough. So that was all part of the review. So those are the things that we can look at ahead of time. Sorry, I'm just looking down on my phone because this is live on Facebook right now and people are commenting. So this is really good, good. Thing that, that you're doing, <laughs> Hubert. And we have a vast uh, platform, so we're going to be sharing this. So it's, it's great. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, the vision today, the status today, and perhaps, perhaps how the channel can get involved. So stay tuned. You're watching the Today Show Toronto. We all have on a terrific guest from every Canadian count, Vice Chair Hubert Van Niekert. I love you. We'll be right back with the Today Show. <laughs> 